Well, hi, and welcome back to the podcast. It is me, Lindsay, here today hosting. Um, no Nolan. So hopefully you'll continue to listen because I have some good things uh, waiting for you. <laughs> um, if you're new here, uh, we are the Garden Church. We uh, just recently moved to um, the West Valley of Arizona to start the Garden Church. And um, I'm Lindsay, and my husband's name is Nolan. And we're just super excited to see what God's doing um, here in the West Valley. It's just been unbelievable. And um, as we prepare to launch in September, we have some really exciting things happening. Um, The first of which is our first hire. um, And she's here with me today as a guest. So thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Hello. Um, This is Chelsea Mamet, and she is an incredible mom and wife. Um, Her and her husband serve in many capacities in our church. Um, Ben does a lot of the production and our ministry team that meets throughout the week. Um, And Chelsea is leading our kids ministry, which we are so excited for. She has years of experience there. Um, They have two beautiful kids. And one thing I especially love about Chelsea is her passion for the Bible. Um, We've been blessed by her leading our women's ministry um, Bible study um, the last like two months. I think yes yeah so um, by really quickly yes so I mean she is just um legit passionate about God's word and so pairing that with a kids ministry team lead what a that's just gold for us I feel like um anything I'm forgetting to introduce about you who you are um I really enjoy coffee Mm, and cleaning and organizing yeah you're very Um, organized very much love studying the word um, but I'm so passionate about it, not just for the sake of like learning and gaining knowledge, because um, I, again, the more like I start to study, the more I'm like, oh my goodness, God is so deep. And there's so much that I don't know and I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but just getting to sit and be in his presence and that he wrote us a letter and that he has revealed himself to us and that mm-hmm. we get to experience who he is and, um, that he has pursued us in that way is just mind blowing Mm. that he wants to know us and be with us and dwell with us is overwhelming. And so, um, that's, I think where so much of my passion comes from reading the word is like, tell me more about who you are. Um, so I love, love, love getting to do that. That's so great. Um, today we're going to, uh, kind of hone in on one topic in particular And we are going to be talking about the curriculum we'll be using in Garden Kids. And before you tune out, because all the people that weren't parents or aren't parents yet or are maybe like not feeling like serving in kids ministry or hate the word curriculum (laughs) seems, you know, maybe to, you know. This is still for you. Yeah. At one point you were a child. Yes, this is true. And just still learning and growing. Yes. So don't tune out because this applies to everyone. Um, it applies to people, even not at the garden. I feel like it's very valuable information. Um, so please lean in, tune in and stay tuned. Um, we're going to talk about curriculum. Um, tell me why curriculum is important. Why having something consistent at our church for these kids to learn? Why is that important? One of the biggest ways that we learn is through routine and repetition. Mm -hmm. And so having something that enables a, um, like a process for you, um, to learn and grow is fantastic, especially when someone else has done it for you so, so, so well, mm-hmm. so that you as either a ministry leader or a teacher can spend time um, getting to interact with the kids and getting time to disciple the people that you were uh, team membering mm-hmm. alongside or all of that um, is phenomenal. And so having a curriculum that um, is going to not only 
have the Bible as the core thing in the curriculum, but with all of these offshoots of how to actually disciple as a family, Mm -hmm. um, using the word of God and using passages in scripture as the format for that Mm -hmm. is so rare and so hard to find. Mm -hmm. And I feel that we have completely found something that's phenomenal um, and hits a lot of those markers that we wish we would have the time to design, Mm -hmm. but it's been done for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so getting to um, find something like that, that is going to teach kids how to memorize scripture, Mm -hmm. um, sticking to stories in the Bible, but also have like a tie into the gospel specifically, Mm -hmm. which with every single story that they get to interact with is gold. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people may not know how to do some of those things Mm -hmm. Um, or they go, oh, I'm not qualified. I'm not equipped to teach kids because I don't know this Mm -hmm. stuff yet. And having people that are wiser and have done all of this for Mm -hmm. us that we get to learn from is so fun too. So not only are the kids benefiting from the curriculum and learning and growing, I've learned so much even just looking at it too, which has been so fun. I love that. I love too on the curriculum's website, I'll introduce it in a second, (laughs) the suspense. Um, They talk about, you know, the world's like so desperate to shape our kids and their minds and how they see things. And this is a beautiful thing, having a curriculum that's going to help like their minds see all of life through the lens of scripture and the gospel. And that's why we're so, um, so passionate about finding the right curriculum because we want the right things taught to our kids and we want them to be able to like, and the world will do it anyway. Yes, it will do it anyway. And so so we want to work even harder. Yes. We want to work even harder to fill that gap. Um, this is also a great on-ramp because this curriculum that we're doing, it's basically an invitation for families to get involved in discipling their children. Um, it's not just like an in-class thing. It's very, it has tons of crossovers with home. Um, and so the story, or the story, I gave it away. The, the curriculum we chose is called The Biggest Story Book, right? Yes. Is yeah. that The Biggest Story Book? Yeah. Is that biggest what it's called? Biggest Story Curriculum. The Biggest Story Curriculum. And it's phenomenal because they do everything. And there's this passage in Deuteronomy that talks about, um, I'll read it really fast. Yeah. But, um, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and talk of them when you sit in, you sit in your home, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down and when you rise. Um, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes, and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And then it mm-hmm. talks about the grace of the land that they're walking into and all that the Lord is providing for them that they did not earn. Mm-hmm. Um, and the format there that it gives so clearly is like, this is the word of God needs to be something that is in front of you constantly mm-hmm. so that you do not forget, that you do not walk in your own way, mm-hmm. um, but also that all of it is coming out of the place of loving the Lord your God with mm-hmm. all, everything you have at the beginning of that little chunk of scripture right there. Mm-hmm. And so how do we do that? How do we model that for them? How do we model a love for the Lord, but also have some really tangible things to do mm-hmm. with your family? Like mm-hmm. you're sitting and you're talking at the table, you are as you walk along the road, and this curriculum has a podcast that mm-hmm. you can listen to when you're driving in the car it has scripture cards that are fantastic quality Mm -hmm. um and there's like 160 something of them 
and it's just so well designed. It's mm-hmm. uh, illustrated by a tattoo artist, which mm-hmm. is how we found it and how my husband found it mm-hmm. years ago. The not the curriculum, but like the first Bible book yeah. that they did. It's like a baby board book, right? Um, it was the preschool one. Oh, okay. The baby board book I think came out a little bit more recently okay. too. Uh, but. Yeah, it was just so... Mm -hmm. My husband was so enticed Mm -hmm. by it. He's like, I want to read this book. (laughs) Um, And so he picked it up for our baby when I was pregnant. Our baby wasn't even born yet. And so, um, and then since then, they have designed this entire curriculum and added books to it. They have the the storybook for the older kids now. Um, And so it's just phenomenal because it Mm -hmm. meets so many of these needs that you see in Deuteronomy of like, how do we actually do this? How do Mm -hmm. we as a community raise up a generation that knows and loves the Lord? Well... Mm -hmm that's the work that the Lord does mm-hmm. but what do we do in response to our relationship with our families yeah. and there's a format for that that's beautiful um touching on that you said a tattoo artist uh did what's his name Don Carson Don Clark I think yes something I think that's like right. that yeah he's like the illustrator and then it was written by Kevin DeYoung and he is a super well-respected um gospel coalition guy he's an author a blogger and a pastor of a church in North Carolina um he is a theologian who is so filled with wisdom and um, the ability to teach, and yet he channeled his gifting to bless kids and families. And yes. I think, what a guy. That's so incredible that Very he exciting. was able to turn his attention and see a need and create something so beautiful. Um, with that, I think curriculums are not all created equal no they are not right so there's some that are very practical hands-on easy anyone can just kind of like hop in and go and that's great we want practicality but oftentimes we see ones that are very practical that lack in their theology they lack in the depth um, for our kids to understand the full spectrum of the gospel including things like their sin um Yes. Also, I mean, we're going to find curriculums that are super doctrine heavy and awesome and great, but maybe they're not very user friendly or maybe they're not very, um, you know, there's not a lot of tie in with home or, you know, maybe it's really not very aesthetically (laughs) appealing or alluring for kids. And this hits both. This curriculum is just phenomenal in its ability to both capture so much beauty and so much ease for people to hop in and learn um, simultaneously as they're teaching the kids, you know, they're, they're, they're growing on their own, but then also it's theologically rich. It's super well-written and it's very, very gospel heavy. It is. Which we're all about. Yes. Every single story in the curriculum has a gospel tie-in, mm-hmm. um, which is so necessary because that's the whole point, right? Is that you are able to read Genesis and go, well, how does this teach about Jesus coming? Mm-hmm. And how do we see Jesus in the Old Testament? And what is the point of this? And where is all of this going? And they've even taken stories that are often not taught about in church at all, especially in kids' ministry. Mm-hmm. As an adult, for the first time, I learned a certain story a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And so when the curriculum came and I was looking through it, I was so excited because that story was in there mm-hmm. for the kids. And Which story? Sure, Leviticus story. 16 mm. talks about... Because we all read Leviticus right, all the time, right? We all skip over Leviticus. <laughs> um, have totally done that. And I had read it and I was just blown away because I was actually reading Leviticus and Mark at the same time side by side, um, which is also super strange. Mm-hmm. And I so clearly one night saw the connection of 
Jesus going into the wilderness for 40 days being the scapegoat in Mark and then Leviticus 16 specifically talks about that and it talks Mm -hmm. about the scapegoat there are two goats and one of them is the scapegoat one is sacrificed and sent into the wilderness um, with the sins Mm -hmm. of the Israelites on it Mm -hmm. and um, which is what we see Jesus has our sin on him as he goes to the cross like Mm -hmm. he who knew no sin became sin and that is what happens and it is just so beautiful and so Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit had shown me that as I was reading and studying and then the kids curriculum came and that story Mm -hmm. is in the kids curriculum we're gonna have to make some kids swag like Jesus is the goat yes and Leviticus 16 on the back yes he's the lamb and the goat yes (laughs) um and so I was just blown away yeah um, that was like the, one of the very first things I noticed when I was going so through their website. Cool. I was like, I can't believe yeah. that they have the story in yeah. here. And I think it's one of the only stories from Leviticus that they actually mm. like capitalize on in the curriculum, but it was just the neatest thing. That's so cool. And I so think cool. I resonate with that a lot because I feel like I grew up in the church and I feel like I had incredible like kids, like Foundation. teachers. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like I, you know, heard a lot of scripture and all things, but I think something I lacked was understanding the cover to cover thing. Mm. Like I heard stories, I knew who Jesus was, but like to see how beautiful the Bible ties in together, like that yes. overarching kind of like, it's just all throughout, it's one story. And I think for me, I don't think I picked up on that as a kid. I feel like mm. slowly as I've become an adult and really grown in my own walk, I, am I seeing that more and more and more? Yes. And like the, obviously the more you read scripture, the more the Lord reveals to you and you see those themes and all the crossovers like you said but like I love that this bible doesn't leave things out and it helps kids see cover to cover like that it's one story yes and I think that that's something that's so as a kid who was so like show me the proof Mm. um I had a hard time getting to the end of high school early college is when I really really started walking with the Lord for myself like realizing okay this is this is something I'm going to choose to do I'm Mm -hmm. going to choose to follow Jesus for myself um, and not because my parents are telling me and, or anything like that. Um, and realizing, like, I was a sinner. Yeah. Um, and really going, that convinced me, looking at the Bible and really starting to study the Word of God, like, that it was written by, you know, 40 men over 1,500 years, three different continents, three different mm-hmm. languages. I think seven different, I don't know, all over. <laughs> Asia, Europe, everywhere. Um, and just being completely enamored with the fact that this is telling one story. Mm-hmm. Like that in and of itself really started to convince me. Mm-hmm. Like aside from reading the word of God, yeah. having a relationship with Jesus going, this is mathematically impossible for it to be a coincidence. Mm-hmm. If you do go that route and you're like, it literally is mathematically impossible for this to be a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too complex. Yeah. No man could have come up with this on his own. Yeah. Um, that 60 people are telling one continuous story yeah. is just Incredible. absolutely wild. Incredible. And how cool that we get to show that to the kids. Yes. And that this curriculum makes it easy to show them that. A hundred percent. With that, we had a curriculum meeting with our with our kids, team leads, and people who interested in just learning about what we're going to be doing. Yes. Um, share with me what like feedback you heard from the dads specifically about jumping in and serving and Oh man, one of the biggest things that I've heard over the years, um, even before working in, in kids ministry or mm-hmm. anything like that, is parents continuously saying things like, I just don't know this well enough to mm-hmm. teach it to my kids. Mm-hmm. Because we think we have to like know it all and be perfect to start. And like 
that will never happen the side of eternity. Like no. you're just not going to figure it all out. You're yeah. just not going to know all of it. Yeah. Um, even if you read the Bible over and over again, there's a continuous work that is going to be happening. That is the process of sanctification. And so many of us, and I've gone through that where I like want everything planned before I start. And you just, you can't, you can't figure it out. You can't control all the yeah. pieces before you begin. And, um, so, so many dads and, and one dad in particular was like, I am just, he was so humble and so excited. And he was just like, I'm just so excited to be in kids ministry because I want to learn these stories Mm -hmm. and this is where I need to be. I need to be learning them alongside my kid. And yes, like that's exactly right. Like if we approach parenting and discipleship from this vantage point of, I know absolutely everything to Mm -hmm. teach my kids like we're missing the point because I don't know about you, but for me, parenting has been the biggest sanctification process (laughs) that I have ever experienced. Really? Um, (laughs) Because I am constantly like every day, like, Oh, this is why you are in scripture says like you discipline those that you love. Mm -hmm. And every single day, it's an opportunity to have self-control and patient endurance Mm -hmm and work through the sin nature of your child and your own sin nature Mm -hmm. as you are trying to model for them and you're gonna mess up and allowing your kids to see you being transformed by the gospel as you parent is the whole work of all of it yeah it's beautiful Beautiful. he was super excited to jump in because he wanted to learn i love that and that's what i think a really huge reason why we picked this curriculum is because it's that on-ramp to gently ease into what discipleship looks like in your own home. I think it's just such a beautiful thing. It's an opportunity for our entire church. And even if you don't go to the garden, like get a group of friends and get these, you know, get these books and these Bibles and do it together because it's such a beautiful thing. We don't know where to start sometimes. Like you said, like I know Nolan and I have had seasons where, you know, maybe we've done a hymn before bed or maybe, you know, it's like me doing a devotional with Ollie during his school time. Um, but this is something that we can do at dinner. This is something we yes. can do um, before bed. It's just, it's something for us to come around. And I love that they have um, resources. We'll touch on this now. Um, they have a board book for babies. Yes. They have an el- kind of like a preschool, pre-K yes. version. And then they have an elementary version. They do. And they're all available on Amazon, right? Yes. <laughs> and the memory cards. Yes. Um, are on there too. And... You can even buy pieces of the curriculum. You don't even have to buy it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's phenomenally done. Mm-hmm. But it just provides you with the things that you're like, I don't have time to sit and write out all mm-hmm. of these cards or I don't want to spend my time doing that. Where and, do I start? And then you're overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. Um, going, okay, I do want to read to my kids. Yeah. I want them to memorize scripture. How do I do that well? But that process is overwhelming. Yeah. Um the fact that you can do this with all ages in your home because yes. they've beautiful created different developmental levels mm-hmm. for one continuous story is phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very exciting. That's great. They also have a podcast. They do. And I feel like that goes along with your Deuteronomy thing. Yeah. It does. Touch on that a little bit about that crossover yes. with that passage. And just... So they have done a phenomenal job of... I don't even know if this is intentional. I'm sure it is because I feel like it's kind of on the back of their cards that they don't explicitly say this, but they like lined it up with Deuteronomy, but you can Mm -hmm. see it in the curriculum. 
Um, you can listen to the podcast when you walk along the road or you drive because it's Arizona and it's like 116 degrees here. <laughs> Too hot for walks right now. Yes. Stay in the car with the AC and the podcast um, as you drive along the road. So you can do that with them. They have um, the Bible story piece. So when they lay down or when they wake up in the morning, you're reading that to them, whether that's at the breakfast table, whether that's in bed at night. Um, you're putting into place these overlap things that they've provided for you to mm-hmm. do with your family. Um, the memory cards, maybe that's what you're doing at the table. Maybe their kids are putting them up in their room or as they memorize them, they're sticking it on like a little chain or something as mm-hmm. they go. Um, and because it's so illustrated, mm-hmm. it's something that they probably want to have. Oh yeah. Right? They're like and keep them look at. Yeah, Beautiful. Um, but they also have videos too. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can watch the video at home. Um, if we didn't go over it in class because mm-hmm. we want them to open up their Bible when we're in class, but mm-hmm. they also have videos that yeah. you can watch with them to learn like, well, what did you learn in class? Right. Let's watch the video now. Like yeah. as a family. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that crossover. I think that, um, this is, it's great because it's also like a crossover between church and home. And I think sometimes right. you don't know how to do that because you're in, you know, let's say the adult service learning one thing and kids are learning another. And this allows for everyone to kind of be on the same page and, and to know how everyone's kind of like what they're reading with their kids. And it, and it just makes it flow. It makes it feel very easy and very yes. like I could talk to your son Levi and be like, I know what he's learning, you yes. know, because yes. like everyone's doing the same thing. And so I just think with this, the vision we have for the church is just imagine a community of all these men and women discipling their children in their home with these resources together. And like, it's not you're on your own island and good luck and like, you know, have fun with Leviticus. It's like this framework and it's beautiful too. And it's easy. And it's just, I don't know. I just am so appreciative of the curriculum and and the timeliness of it too, for our church of the just coming out is just mind blowing. Yeah. (laughs) Because I had had a conversation with Nolan like a couple weeks before it came out and I was mm-hmm. like we need to get a box curriculum mm-hmm. I can't write all this oh, like no. we yeah. have to do this quickly mm-hmm. like and we have so many kids already at the yes. garden yeah and so I was like this is picking up so quickly and we need to find a boxed curriculum mm-hmm. and I was so nervous because I'm like I don't think we're gonna find a box curriculum that I'm gonna like yeah. ever and this was not out yet and um it came out June 6th I think crazy like right as we needed it yeah and what is the the cool little slogan that's on the front of it. Oh, it says, um, I'm putting the pressure on you because I can't remember. It's the snake, how, how the snake crusher leads us back to the garden. Yeah. And the snake crusher is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's talked about in Genesis in the very beginning. When the fall happens, God says to the serpent, the seed of the woman will crush you. Mm -hmm. And you're like, Whoa, that's, how does Genesis like tie mm-hmm. into Jesus? Well, there you go. Like mm-hmm. Jesus is the one that is going to um, do that through his sacrifice on mm-hmm. the cross. And it is absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. how they have interwoven that story of the gospel in every single piece of the curriculum. I love that. And I love how they don't leave out Satan. Like I even, yes. Capri came home the other night from one of our events and she was, I was like, what'd you do in class? And she's like, we drew a picture of Satan and stomped on him. Like, oh, it was a snake. <laughs> yeah, it was and a snake. I was picturing Will Ferrell, like devil status. Like they're just like a coloring page. We drew a snake out on the floor and they like stomped on it. But how awesome. Because he's a snake crusher. Yes. Jesus. And when you believe, his spirit comes to live inside yes. of you. He dwells in us. So awesome. And so we 
can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Mm-hmm. We can we can crush the enemy that's coming mm-hmm. after us because his spirit lives in us. Mm-hmm. I that rose it. him from the dead. I love it. That is so awesome. So look in the show notes. You can get links to all these books on Amazon, to the podcast. We'll link it there too. Um, join our launch team. If you are not a part of our launch team, shameless plug, please be a part of it. We have weekly gatherings happening right now as we prepare to launch. And these are things that you do not want to miss out on. If we're talking about culture, we're talking about things like this, like what curriculum we'll be using. How do you get involved in discipling young kids? If you're not a parent, you know, even if you're not a parent, we want everyone, male, female, non-parent, parent, you know, uncle, grandma, all the things. Like we want everyone on board to disciple this next generation of Jesus followers. So shameless plug, join the launch team, serving kids. And thank you for listening and for being here today, Chelsea. My pleasure. Yeah, it's 4th of July. So we're going to go do some fireworks now and find pools, find a pool and cool off. And yeah, well, thanks guys. Thank you.